Hi, this is Jim Quick, and I have a quick update for you. I'm proud to announce my very first book, Limitless. Upgrade your brain, learn anything faster, and unlock your exceptional life. This book is not only based on the latest neuroscience, it is field tested for over 28 years of working with some of the most amazing minds on our planet. Just go to LimitlessBook.com and enjoy this book. Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. Here's your question of the day. How do you sleep better during a pandemic? This is a question we're getting a lot in our private Facebook group. People are stressed, anxiety levels are high. How do you be able to get that restorative, deep rest that your body needs now more than ever? And to answer this question, we're gonna have an amazing conversation with a good friend. And we have a returning podcast guest. He's best-selling author. He's the top sleep doctor and also a podcast host, uh, Dr. Michael Bruce. Thanks for coming back on the show. Thanks for having me, Big Jim. I'm excited to be here. Now, people who know who are longtime listeners, they know they've listened to our episodes together. <laughs> we talked about uh, sleep and memory and uh, also chronotypes. We've had you on the show multiple times, and we'll put links in our uh, podcast notes, jimquick.com forward slash notes. But right now, I mean, with in these turbulent times, right, yeah. normal, you must be seeing what's what's going on right now. <laughs> sleep. Well, I'll, so first of all, thanks for having me back on the show. This is one of my favorite shows to go on. I love the format. I like quick bursts of good information that can be helpful for the people. So thanks for having me. So this is the question of the day that I've been asked for the last six months. You know, Michael, how the heck do I sleep during a pandemic? So let's talk about it, right? So first of all, to be clear, nobody is sleeping well right now. Just, just to be honest with you, okay? And I'll tell you why. The level of stress that we're all seeing, it's unheard of. And it's a different kind of stress than what we're used to seeing. So normal stress is, you know, I live in Los Angeles. It's traffic right? It's, you know, so-and-so is doing something that I don't like a whole lot. Now the stress is there's a pandemic and my entire family could get sick. I could lose my job. Like it's a whole different level of stress. And even if you're good at handling stress, even if you've got ways to reduce that stress, that doesn't mean that it's not there. It just means that it's reduced. Sometimes for me, stress is kind of like that audio engineer that's playing in the background, you know, and it's kind of firing things off at me and saying, hey, worry about this. Hey, worry about that. Right. And so, you know, one of the things that you and I have talked about is in your evening routine is you slow down and actually completely get rid of any outside media influences. Why? Because who needs that kind of stressful stuff showing up in our brains right before bed? And I love the, the stuff that you talk about in terms of gratitude and being grateful before bed, because that absolutely has a lot to do with things. So when we look at this level of stress, all right, what also is happening besides stress? We're falling out of our good habits, right? Nobody has to commute anymore. So guess what? 
everybody's staying up later and sleeping later. And that's throwing everything off. Remember everybody, you have a circadian rhythm. That's that internal biological clock that you wanna be consistent, consistent, consistent. So if you woke up at 6.30 during the week before the pandemic, yeah, I'm the guy that's here to tell you, I want you to wake up at 6.30 during the week, during the pandemic, even on the weekends. But what are you talking about, Dr. Bruce? Why on earth should I do that? I wanna catch up on my sleep. I wanna feel good. No, 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 no. Circadian consistency turns out to be one of the best things that you could possibly do right now in terms of your wake up time. I don't really think I care that much what time you go to bed. I prefer a consistent bedtime, let me be clear. But if you want to stay up late and watch TV or you know, social, socially distanced, hang out with your friends until two o'clock in the morning, I don't think I care, but I want your butt up at your normal wake up time because that is the anchor to the entire program. If you can actually keep yourself waking up at the same time every day, that works really, really well. Now, another thing that's going on during this kind of stressful pandemic times is people are having really weird dreams, Jim. I mean, really weird dreams. We call them quarren dreaming now um, because people are having super vivid, super stressful dreams. And we discovered why. So this, uh, this idea of sleeping later so many people don't realize it, but in the first half of the night is where you see the most physically restorative sleep. But the final third of the night, that's where you see the most dream sleep. And when you extend that period, so like normally if you woke up at 6.30, but now you're waking up at 7.30, you're getting more REM sleep, which means more dreams, which means more vivid dreams. And so people are actually giving themselves more vivid dreams. And to be honest with you, they're waking up pretty stressed out, dude. Like people are saying, like waking up, and they're like, oh my gosh, I think I need a nap from my sleep, right? I feel like everything was going, 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 you know? And so one of my recommendations is the thing that you hit spot on, which is gratitude before bed. So there's now been at least two studies to show that being positive before bed not only helps you fall asleep more quickly, but it actually makes more positive dreams. I think that's something that we could all use a little bit right now is some positive dreams. So our schedules have been off and that's definitely throwing things off, but that's not the only culprit. The second one has to do with caffeine. Now I know you're not a big caffeine guy, but there are a lot of people out there that are big, big caffeine drinkers. And the truth is we're seeing caffeine increase in terms of consumption right now. We think that this is what's going on. It's like, you know, you're at home going on your Zoom call or whatever, and, um, and then you realize your cup is half, half empty and the Zoom call ends. And you're like, ah, I'll just go warm up the cup, right? You do that like 10 times in a day. And before you know it, you've actually had eight cups of coffee. Um, and also people are now, they're brewing a whole pot at home as opposed to a single cup, right? And so this, this consumption seems to go quite a bit forward. Now, here's the thing. People tell me all the time, oh, come on, Michael, caffeine doesn't affect me. What are you talking about? All right. So there are different caffeine sensitivities. I got one patient, if she eats two chocolate kisses, she's up all night. I got another one who drinks a pot of coffee and goes right to sleep. However, if you do drink coffee after 2 p.m. and I put electrodes on your head, the quality of the sleep that you're getting is terrible. You might be able to fall asleep, but remember, there's a big difference between quantity of sleep and quality of sleep. And we're really pushing for quality sleep. So my recommendation during the pandemic is lower your caffeine consumption. If you can, stop caffeine by 2 p.m. Do not go cold turkey on caffeine, off of caffeine. Don't do it. I've had two patients end up in the ER because of it. Um, the caffeine withdrawal can be very significant and very serious. You want to slowly taper it down if you, if you possibly can. Also, to be clear, 
it's the most stressful time in our lives. Why on earth would you want to add a stimulant, right, to that? Do you see, now do you see with the rise of caffeine consumption, do you see that also for alcohol? I do, as a matter of fact. Uh, so we did a great survey when I was on um, uh, the Kelly and Ryan, and uh, thir- we, we surveyed the audience, 34% have an increase in alcohol consumption. I don't think that's particular to them. I think that's everybody. It's like, hey, it's wine time at three o'clock somewhere type of thing, right? That's not the best idea. So when we look at alcohol consumption and we look at the, the time frame between the consumption and when you fall asleep, that turns out to be the most critical thing. There's a really big difference between going to sleep and passing out, right? And so if you're going to have a glass of wine, which I don't have a problem with, have a glass of water with it and wait one hour before you go to bed. Have two glasses, two glasses of water, two hours. You don't really want to go over two glasses. The data would suggest that you actually get energy, not a, a sort of a, a relaxing effect from alcohol. So you, you kind of want to keep it at a low roar, as I say, and keep that alcohol consumption down to at least two drinks. But if you can keep a tight schedule, lower your caffeine, and, and you know try to eliminate this alcohol, you're going to be moving yourself into a much, much better place. But there's one more thing I got to tell everybody about it. It's movement, right? So remember, sleep is what we call it recovery. And if you don't have anything to recover from, then your body doesn't do it very well. So you gotta move. In between Zooms, I'm not filling up my cup of coffee. I'm doing you know, 20 jumping jacks or I'm doing 10 sit-ups or, or push-ups or something like that. I mean, not enough to have a full sweat, but just to really kind of get my body moving. I'm walking every morning with my dog. He seems to love it. I, I'm not used to it yet. <laughs> um, and, um, and we're having a good time with it. But movement is key. I had one of my celebrities um, the, other day, the other day tweeted out. They said, I've taken 200 steps and it's 2 o'clock. Dude, I've done like 7,000 steps by the time it's 2 o'clock. And that's not even with my run. So people need to keep moving because movement helps propagate sleep. And exercise helps give us better sleep quality and it helps lower stress as well. So my other recommendation is move, 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 do yourself a favor and get at least 25 minutes of doing something cardio each day. That's pure gold, Michael. This is so actionable. I think everybody could be more consistent with their schedule. They can monitor their both caffeine and alcohol mm-hmm. consumption, especially not just what they're ingesting, but also when they're doing it because you're like also the when guy. <laughs> and then movement. As your body moves, your brain grooves. So it's not only good for your brain, it's good also for optimizing your your sleep, especially in these challenging times. So amazing. So I challenge everyone right now, actually, with this, to take a screenshot of this episode and tag Dr. Michael Bruce, tag myself, and post it online and share the one thing you're going to do, just one thing based on this conversation to help you to get that higher quality of sleep, even during a pandemic. And when we teach something, we get to learn it twice. So when you're sharing with your friends, your followers, your family, your, 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 your community, you're gonna learn it even better. And uh, for that, we'll actually, I'll actually repost some of my favorites also as well. And then uh, Dr. Bruce, how do people find out more about, about you, how to stay in touch with you? You have a, you have a brand new show? Yeah, I've got a brand new podcast. It's called Sleep Success uh, with Dr. Michael Bruce, where I interview people like the famous Jim Quick. Um, But we've got some great people on there. Uh, We've got Paris Hilton. I was able to interview her. Um, Steve Aoki, who's a friend of both of ours. 
um, lots and lots of people out there who've got really interesting sleep stories. And that's kind of what we're talking about is how did they find success within sleep? Um, of course, people can find me at www.thesleepdoctor.com. And if you haven't yet, take my chrono quiz at chronoquiz.com. Amazing. Dr. Bruce, thank you so much for being back on our show. And everybody, sleep well. Thanks, Jimmy. I love being on your show. This is Dr. Michael Bruce wishing all of you sweet dreams. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's K-W-I-K Brain. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You wanna learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team could properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our Quick Success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your limitless book club where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour yeah, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.